You are about to listen to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast, hosted by Craig Forstall. Find Craig on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy. The That Sports Guys podcast is proudly featured by NFL Draft Diamonds, your draft coverage king. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some football talk. Hello and welcome to another player profile interview. I am Craig Forrestal. You might know me from Twitter as at that underscore sports underscore guy. But today is all about Charles Heaton third. What's going on, Charles? You are a wide receiver in the transfer portal right now, but you were with Shippensburg prior to that. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. I'm excited to talk about you. And one of the most fascinating things that I want to know is What's it like growing up in Philadelphia, man? Uh, I would say for growing up in Philadelphia, you know, um, football football in, in Philadelphia isn't really known as a football um, state. It's more known for um, basketball, but it's a lot of underdogs in Philadelphia, I can say. Um, people in Philly, they, they work real hard, they grind, and they just keep their head down, they work. Um, I would say for me, my experiences, um, it was great. Uh, I love being from Philadelphia. I think it uh, gets me a chip on your shoulder. Obviously, you got the Philadelphia swag, and it's just being great to be uh, to say I'm part of Philly. And while you were in Philadelphia, you could kind of put together a really nice track resume, especially in high school. Um, I did some research. Is it still true that you hold the 100 meter dash record at your high school? Yeah, I do. I still currently hold that record. Um, uh, go ahead. Oh, so um, yeah, I hold that record 1075, and then um, I hold um. Me and a few relay teammates, we hold the 4 by one record and also the 4 by 2 record as well. And, Charles, I, I got to know, were you a track kid that they got onto the football field, or were you always a football player first and you just happened to run track? Um, it's actually funny how that started. Um, I went into high school. I went to LaSalle College High School, which is a, um, a college prep high school. We're located like two minutes outside of Philadelphia. And um, I actually came in as a football player. And the coach wanted me to run track. And at first, I didn't really want to do it. But everyone was saying, like, it'll get you better. It'll, it'll, it'll actually make you a better football player, just, like, overall your speed and stuff like that. So I decided to go out. I didn't really take it serious at first. And um, actually, like, one of my first couple meets as my freshman year, I ran a 10-9 in 100. And I remember my track coach, his name was Coach Balecki, one of my favorite coaches to this day, said, um, yo, you got to take this serious. So – at that point, I started taking it serious, and just from there, I went sophomore year running 1075, which was uh, for a few weeks was number one in the state. Uh, ended up going to states, and then just my career and track just went off from there. I started taking it serious because I knew that it could help me. It could help me with football, and also probably help me get into a school for college. So, and then with football, it did help you. You landed at Shippensburg. And I just want to ask you to reflect on your career. You started for three seasons. You totaled 80 catches for 909 yards and 14 touchdowns. Just your career at Shippensburg, just reflect on your time. Uh, it was great at Shippensburg. Um, I would say my first year started um, after my redshirt year. I started as a um, redshirt freshman. Um, I played well that season, got a good amount of time. Started in about, I would say, 9 of 11 games. We made it to the um, first round of NCAA Division II playoffs. Um, it was a great – that was a great year. It was like, I think for me that was more of like a learning year for me to get adjusted to the offense. And then actually after that 
season, I was coming in ready for my sophomore year, really confident. We actually lost um, our offensive coordinator and our and our receivers coach. We lost them. They went to another school. So um, we brought in um, a couple other players to the offensive staff. We basically lost our whole offensive staff. Um, new guys came in. Uh, great coaches that came in. Some of my favorite coaches to this day. I had to learn a new. We had to learn a new offense in like two or three weeks, and I was kind of bummed about that at first. But it ended up being my best uh, personal season at Shippensburg, my soft, my retro sophomore year, which was great. So, um, and then my junior year last year, um, similar stats, a um, couple less catches, a couple less yards, one less touchdown. So the last two years are pretty consistent, I would say, a little bit better than my freshman year. But um, that was it for my three years at Shippensburg. It was a great time. Played uh, my first year at, um, as a redshirt freshman. I played uh, primarily outside. And then once the new staff came in, I was strictly in the slot. So, and then you talked about the consistency over the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Would you say that that's just because you got familiar with the with the game speed and things started to slow down for you, or is it just you're out there, you're playing, you're going a million miles per hour, and you're just able to find the soft spot and just make plays during the game? Um, I would say at first, like redshirt freshman year. First game was a little fast, obviously just coming off of a full year of not playing after redshirting because at the Division two level, most red, like most freshman redshirts. Mm-hmm. So after a full year off of just straight practicing, once I got to the game, it was a little crazy. But after the first game, I was ready to go. I was lights out for the rest of the rest of my career. It was I caught on pretty fast, and after that, I was moving. So I would say it is it is um it was a little shock at first, the first game or so. But after that, like I I caught on. I'm, I'm a fast learner. I caught on to the game, and I was good. And Charles. I want to know, you're sitting right now in the transfer portal. What what was going into the decision to transfer for your final season? So for me, it, like my intention was never to leave ship. Um, for me, I kind of had an idea like the season was coming to an end as obviously the pandemic worsened and and other conferences canceled. Um, I was, it was a decision I was thinking about for like the last two or three months that if the season was canceled, I would – probably have to leave just because for me Shippensburg doesn't have my master's program and I knew I already did four and a half years at ship so I was I'm done every like everything for my degree so I knew it was gonna be a decision I had to make which I was hoping it never came to that point and I was hoping that we would be able to play so I could finish my senior season at ship but unfortunately um stuff out of our it was out of our control so um that was the main that was basically the entire big reason on why I left because if it wasn't for that, I would definitely finish my season as a Red Raider. And you talked about the pandemic and how it's just been a complete whirlwind. How has that impacted the transfer process? Um, it has. Um, it's actually pretty slow right now just because a lot of schools are still in the uncertainty, uncertainty if they're going to play or not. So a lot of coaches aren't really looking for guys at the moment to uh, come transfer if – they're still planning on having a season. So my expectation is once teams start playing or if other leagues start canceling, it'll start picking up in about another month or so. That's 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 what I think. And I know we discussed a little bit uh, earlier that you've really been identifying schools at the FBS and FCS level uh, for you to play at. Uh, just a simple yes or no. You don't need to tell us who you're looking at or anything like that. But have you started to narrow down your list? Uh, not yet. Obviously, it's still. I've only been in the portal for about a week now, so I'm still uh, open to any school. I'm just looking around, just researching schools, getting an idea of 
who is on what roster, what team needs um, a receiver, a slot guy, somebody to make plays. So that, that's I'm still like in the early process, just researching and checking out schools before I even get close to narrowing down a list of schools. And then you said as you're going through and you're doing your research, you talked about uh, a need at the slot receiver position and a couple of other factors. But what would you say is the main factor for you in picking a school? Um, well, the main factor, 100%, the main factor would be if the school has my master's program. If they don't have my master's program, then it would kind of be pointless for me to go because that's the, the biggest reason why I left Shippensburg because Shippensburg didn't have my master's program. So that would be the, that's like the first and most important right there is my, my education. So definitely. And now I, I, you talked about it, you know, wherever you do land and for any of the, the coaches or anyone that might be listening into this, if you could go ahead and just kind of describe yourself as a wide receiver, kind of give us a, a self scouting report, if you will. All right. So, um, Obviously, the first thing is I'm a track. I have a track background, so I, I can run. I can uh, take the top off on people. I have top end speed. Um, also, quick. I can uh, make create separation at the top of routes. I can catch um, for a, a undersized receiver. I can catch in traffic. I can make plays. So, I would say that's the biggest thing: the speed. I'm I'm strong for a, a small guy. So that's a lot of things that sometimes a undersized guy might be fast, but he won't be strong. I'm strong as well. So that's that helps me. I can catch. I can run and um. And then I'm, I'm a good player on and off the field. Like, I don't have any off the field issues. So I think overall I'm just a, a great person. That would be great for a program on and off the field. And now let's, let's stick there. You know, you focused a lot on the on the field portion, but you talked about that off the field uh, part of your game as well. What type of leader, what type of influence would you be in the locker room? I'm a guy, I'm not, I'm not the biggest talker, but um, for me, I like to, I'm more of a guy that likes to lead by example. I'm not the guy that's going to um, really like scream and yell, but I'm the guy that if you like, I'm going to be the front of line for a drill. I'm the front of line for workouts. Like you'll see, I'm always ready for work. I'm always on time. Never been late to a workout at Shippensburg. Never missed a meeting. And so I'm always on time for everything. So you know that I'm always going to be there and you can always account on me. That's one thing I say. Accountability is really big that we learned that ship, like always making sure you're on top of your stuff. Cause I feel like accountability is something that'll help you done football I guess it's something if you gotta be on time to work you got to do assignment for work I guess it's something I've always been big on not being late to things and getting stuff done on time and efficiently and so Charles what's the ideal senior season for you what are some of your personal goals um for me personal goals would be I'm not usually a big guy on a certain amount of numbers because for me I I take my off-season training really serious so for me I say that and improvement from the season before is means you're getting better. So for me, I don't really have a set goal for this upcoming senior season. For me, I know I just want to improve my yards, improve my catches, and and score more touchdowns than I did the year before. And for me, as long as I do that, I can know that whatever I'm doing in the offseason is working. So that's the biggest thing for me. And I don't think I have a set number of what I want, though. And definitely all-conference as well. Add on to that, yeah. <laughs> Definitely add on the all-conference selection. Can't forget that part, right? Yeah. And now, Charles, we spent a lot of time talking about you on the field, but if you'll be if you'll be a good sport with me, I want to go ahead and I want to get to know you off the field. So I'm going to ask you the first question, and that's what's the song you're embarrassed to admit you like? Uh, that's a tough one. I would probably say um, song by uh, as a country song. Actually, I don't really listen to country music, but there's one song I like. 
It's called it's by Old Dominion. It's called One Man Band. I actually like this song a lot. It's like the only country song I have on my phone. <laughs> but uh yeah. All right, so now Charles, what's the dream car? Um, I want a uh Dodge Charger Hellcat. All green one too. Oh, all green. Okay. That's a little yeah. bit different. Why the green? Green your favorite color? Um, it's actually not. My fa- my favorite color is blue, but um Actually, one day I was just on the road and I was driving and I saw that color. Like I always wanted a Hellcat, but I saw that color. It was like more of like an army, like camouflage green. I just I fell in love with the car. So, so what's been the most memorable or interesting class you've taken in college? Um, it was it was actually a class that I took with my minor. Uh, so my minor is exercise science and coaching. Is a fundamentals of coaching class. Actually, it was actually really like I, I liked it because it was very fun. Like I enjoyed myself. In that class, so that was, and I, I actually took that class last semester, actually. So that was my, probably my most favorite class I took in college. And now I'm going to ask you to reminisce a little. I know you're in the transfer portal, but when mm-hmm. you were on campus at Shippensburg, what was the best restaurant close to campus? Uh, Ruga's. It's like a wing spot right down the street from the school. Really nice. They have really good wings, actually. No hesitation. You knew exactly. <laughs> you knew yeah. exactly where you were going. <laughs> And Charles, yeah. so Charles, the last question before we get out of here is if you won a million dollars and you could donate it to any charity or any cause, what would it be? Um, it wouldn't be a specific cause, but I definitely I want I would want it to go to special needs kids, definitely. And so with that, you said there's no sp- particular um I guess, way that you would donate the money. Is there one particular foundation more so than others that you would donate to first? Uh, I don't think so. I, I would just probably, for me, I would probably just spread the love around, just, just spread it out as much as I can, get get to as many foundations and charities as possible. Perfect. That's a great way to go ahead and use that million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now, Charles, is there anything else that you want to give to our viewers, our listeners, before we get out of here? Um, I would just say for the for the transfer aspect of it, I think that a college team will get a a great player, a great man on and off the field, and I think that whatever school does end up recruiting me, that I will be a, a great aspect and be a immediate impact player on the field. You heard it here. Everything about Charles Heaton is positive on the field and off the field. For Charles Heaton, I'm Craig Forrestal. Until next time, stay safe and be easy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey everybody, Craig Forstall. Thanks for tuning in and listening to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy to catch all the latest updates and podcast episodes. Until next time, stay safe and be easy.